You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Graphmatic and Paulie Dance. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a 5-star review. Take the Antidote. Good, y'all. This is DJ Craftmatic. That's Polly Dubs. Back to you with another episode of the Antidote Podcast Show. Please make sure you like, subscribe. You go to YouTube, look up the Antidote Podcast, as well as going to TakeTheAntidote.com. That's where you can find all of our podcast episodes up for download or listening right there. Uh, we're also on Spotify, the podcast app for iTunes. Leave us a five-star review if you can. Give us some feedback. Definitely, that's what we would love. So go ahead and do that. But, um, yeah, really, really heavy news, man. This episode is going to be kind of heavy. Um, just a couple of things, of, of course, crazy going on. Today being March 31st, um, we wanted to go ahead and jump into some really sad, sad, sad news that's gone to the hip-hop world right now. And uh, that's the loss of Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace. Um, yeah. I'm pretty shook about this one, man. Um, I was very shook about losing Mac Miller. Um, this one is, is if not the same, a little bit more, just because uh, Nipsey was definitely doing a lot of positive things for the community, his L.A. community, taking care of Slauson. And the man was murdered and, and got hit six times right outside of his own store, his own clothing store today. When you hear Nipsey Hussle, you know, a lot of different kind of thoughts come to mind. I think even as a man, he was a lot better than he was as a rapper, and he was a tremendous rapper as well, but was a, a very positive guy, was a leader in his community, was definitely trying to educate people. Right. Um, he started off by selling CDs out of the trunk of his car, 
right? Yeah, the good old American hood story, man. The yeah. Hood rapper so, story. And once he made it, he bought the strip mall that would let him park out there just so that he can get give jobs to the community. And that's actually where the clothing store was, was in, at that strip mall. And very, very tragic. Uh, his life cut short. Yeah, man. 33 years old, man. They took one of the uh, uh, true pillars of of just talking about what hip to me he embodies what hip hop was about, which is yes. building your community and putting it back into the communities, but also giving game on um, you know how you can grow, especially as a black man or or woman um, in America. And definitely, he was that coming from Slauson Ave and in Crenshaw. Being in the hood, you know, rolling 60s, Hyde Park is his 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 area. And, you know, he's been giving back to his community, though he has gang ties. You know, what I mean, he's not he's he wasn't active like that anymore. Not like not like that crazy. So no, he was about, you know, uniting gang members, trying to get them to, to stop the violence. Exactly. And he was really about educating people in the community uh, about being responsible financially Yep. Getting your money right, investing in businesses, investing in black businesses. Right. And really just building the culture, man. Just building that that generational wealth. That's what he was talking about. I think he was really one of, you know, Jay-Z is being, uh, he definitely in the last couple of years have been talking about that more, but Nipsey been doing that his whole career. So, yes. you know, I, I, I give him a lot of props because, you know, we, we, we have all of these old school rappers who know you who are given the game and stuff like that, but they weren't giving it to the game to the level that he was, at least not from my, my opinion. Um, as far as, you know, they, they, the nineties rappers always talked about the drugs and everything like that. And, you know, selling and had to get it, had to get it like that, but they didn't tell you how to make that legit money. And right. Nipsey was about that life. He was talking about investments and everything else about generational wealth. Um, saving and, your money, not blowing it on stupid shit. Exactly. Exactly. You investing know, in yourself, right. Investing in yourself. And that was the biggest thing is he, he will always talk about taking that risk, you know, betting on yourself. You got to bet yeah. on yourself more than, than anything else. Any risk you take on your life, you should take, take it for something for yourself. And, um, yeah, man, it, it's, it's super tragic uh, that we had to lose another black artist and man, who is really starting to make some changes. And I, to me right now, it's just, it's all up in the air. I don't want to make no speculations, but it's, it's a little, it's a little fishy right now, man. Um, yeah. So, you know, he's murdered in broad daylight, um, taking photos like with kids and stuff out, outside of the, the store there. Like yeah, he always his, does his own store in his own hood. And he also sends a tweet about an hour before he gets shot. Yeah. And the, and the tweet was very uh, ominous, saying yes. uh, having powerful uh, enemies is a blessing. Is a blessing. So he definitely was. Um, he he knew something was going on. He knew something was 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 happening because literally a, an hour before he gets shot, that's what he tweets out. And um, <clears throat> everybody knows, and I don't know. If, well, I wouldn't say everybody, but those listeners out there who don't know who Nipsey Hussle is or haven't heard of him, um, he was also working right now on a documentary for Dr. Sebi, um, mm -hmm. who was assassinated uh, for his his findings of what he believed to be a cure for so many diseases and, and cancers and things like that out there. And it's believed that uh, he was murdered because of the big pharma companies did not want to lose that revenue. Um, and Nipsey Hussle actually talked about that. He had actually had an interview with the breakfast club and he kind of talked about that, how the big pharmaceutical companies were, were worth right, right under a trillion dollars um, when it comes to their money. Um, at the end of 2018, they were worth $934 billion as far as big karma, big pharma. And by the end of 2021, they're supposed to be over a trillion dollars gaining at 5.8% a year, as far as how much it's going to go up and how much more money that the pharmaceutical companies will be making. Um, these are all things that was going to be brought to light specifically by Nipsey. As of right now, uh, Dr. Sebi 
uh, for those that you don't know, is a holistic, he was a holistic, um, natural, yeah, natural healer. I wouldn't say a doctor per se, per se, like he didn't have like a, a practice really or anything, but he was definitely made famous for finding cures with more of natural remedy and things like that. And I really believe that he did find something. And so he was, he was murdered. He was just flat out murdered because they didn't want that to get out. Yeah. And, and another interesting thing too, is Dr. Sebi, uh, there was actually a documentary that Lisa left. Eye Lopez made. Yes. If you guys seen that VH one special, she went to the Honduras to basically uh, get rehabilitated. She had, had alcohol problems. She had just burned down Andre Rison's house, her boyfriend, uh, and a former NFL player, Andre Rison. So she was struggling with some issues of her own. And she went to the Honduras uh, to basically go undergo rehab with Dr. Sebi. And in that documentary, she actually like does a tour of the, of his like treatment center or whatever they call that place. And she died in a tragic car accident driving to Dr. Sebi's house in the Honduras as well. Right. I'm not saying these things are connected, but there's definitely a coincidence. Right. That any, anyone who is trying to bring up doc, Dr. Sebi, um, seems to be being killed off. And the fact that there really isn't, I haven't seen anything on any of, of the suspect. I don't, I don't, I haven't seen any article uh, that's really said anything about the suspects themselves. So I've saw uh, the LAPD press conference and they said that it was a, they're looking for a suspect young black male. That's all they said. That's all so, they said. But we've seen this movie before with, Tupac, Biggie Smalls, Jam Master J. I mean, they're not looking for a no killer. Let's right. be real. They're not going to find anybody. They're not going to arrest anybody. Right. You know, this will go down as another uh, unsolved murder, another cold case. Um, because because the, the biggest thing that makes it look kind of fishy is like this is in his own hood. This is where he lives and goes to every day on a Sunday afternoon. On a Sunday afternoon in front of his own store where he's at most of the time anyway when he's not you know performing traveling or do whatever he's at his stores he's he's on his block um very well respected amongst bloods and crips um amongst like everyone in LA cases. yeah like, and everyone in LA yeah people know who Nipsey Hustle is if you're in LA you know who Nipsey Hustle is right everybody in the music game loves him nobody you know he never had beef with anybody nope he was a very positive guy um, and a very positive message in his music and, you know, gunned down in broad daylight in the, you know, in, in the middle of his hood, not bothering nobody. Right. With, with his, his kids and other kids out there, man. Yeah. Like, even though the worst part is there's children involved, you know, in the vicinity and, and who knows, I, I pray to God that his daughter didn't, Witness. see his daddy getting getting didn't see her dad getting murdered like that would be the most fucked up shit ever yeah, um, a big family man right he had a youtube series with his uh, girlfriend or fiance lauren london yep they had a little couples show there they're yep. they're pretty much a power couple in that in that la scene yeah absolutely lauren london definitely a um Definitely a somewhat successful actress and has had several roles in the movies like ATL, things like that. Um, it's kind of crazy. The movie ATL actually uh, premiered in 2006 on this day, on March 31st, 2006, when the, the movie came out. Um, wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So, yeah, there's also a Nipsey Hustle 2010 Double XL freshman class. And that was a pretty good class, actually. They had Nipsey Hustle. OJ to Juice Man, Wiz Khalifa, Pill, J. Cole, Freddie Gibbs, J. Rock, Feshawn, Donis, and Big Sean. Oh, yeah. So that, was a, that was a pretty big class there. On this same day, though, that was released, too? No, that was that was the 2010 Double XL freshman class. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, that was April 1st, 2010, so tomorrow. <laughs> so tomorrow. I mean, it's <laughs> pretty much the same thing. Um, man, that's wild. Tragic, um, tragic. Like that's that's yeah. not a guy you would think that would get caught up in something like this. And yeah, he was the last person I was thinking of having to put, a, you know, saying R.I.P. to at this current juncture in his life. Um, I know that he had gang ties and all that, but 
you know, again, being where he's at, he, he everybody respected him. Um, no matter what hood you came from or whatever, um, you know, there was no, everybody messed with, with Nipsey, including the bloods, you know, he has, he has a whole, uh, project with YG, who is a very known, mm-hmm. very well-known blood. Everybody knows that he's a blood. <laughs> um, yeah. Nipsey will also went on tour. Um, his first tour, you know, opening big openings was with the game. Who's also a big blood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so if you got dudes at that stature, that level who are famous, who claim, who claim to be gang members and gang affiliated and they mess with him as well. And you know, that's not a problem. Then you know that, that pretty much it wasn't a hood thing. There was no hood things going on in this, in this murder. Um, absolutely no part of this had anything to do with the gang, at least from my standpoint. And it's pretty fishy. Um, and I don't think we'll ever get down to it. Um, you know, the, the police said that the suspect fled, that's it. Young black male is all they're going to go with. We hear that all the time. Okay. (laughs) I mean, you might as well just shut down all of LA then. Um, as the suspect, because that's everybody on Crenshaw Boulevard, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, because that's what you're going to see, especially especially in that neighborhood. Um, and and here's the thing, people people get paid off to kill other people to make it look like one thing or another, and that's what I'm going to leave it at. Um, I think that's that's partly into play here. Somebody pay, paid an, a black man to make that to make that happen. And I mean, more than likely, same happened with. Um, with Tupac and Biggie. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And and you see the the level of the or the magnitude of what this young black man was doing for the community. Um and, and everyone I have not seen nobody say not one bad word before today and, and on today about Nipsey Hustle. Not one. No. Like I mean you you know, if if you bring up Nipsey Hustle in a conversation with me a week ago one of the first thoughts, first things I think about is positive positivity. Like the, he's a really positive dude. He's right. really out there teaching people that, you know what, you know, we all make mistakes, but we can all climb out of it. And, you know, just, he was trying to teach people and spread a positive message. And also that's a dangerous position to be in as a famous black man as well. Exactly. When you're not pushing the agenda that they want you to push, which is always murdering and killing and drugs, sex, money, and everything else, um, you know, then that's not, you're not fitting that bill. And uh, we all know that uh, Pac was definitely a big believer and, you know, he had his, his drug, sex, and, and murder songs and things like that, but he also had his positive messages that went well above and beyond the reaches um, for, for people. And that that is part of the reason why he's not here today. And, and it's just sad that we have another another black male in from the community um, who, who's gone, you know, a, a definitely a strong pillar in the black community right now, spreading more of a message than people way older than him. He's spreading the message more so than than even some of those people. So, um, man. It's just a heavy, 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 heavy day, um, you know, hearing and, and seeing that uh, Nipsey Hussle has passed away and, uh, well, you know, was taken out and murdered in front of his own store, which is just crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely nuts. I mean, if you want to kind of uh, learn some stuff, you can go into a big rabbit hole. Just watch any Nipsey Hussle interviews that you can find on YouTube. This guy's always really dropping knowledge. He's a highly intellectual, like he's not an educated guy. He, his parents couldn't buy their way to get him into USC or nothing, but he's way smarter right. than those cocksuckers anyway. Right. Like, he's always dropping knowledge. And um, he appeared on the R&B hip hop charts three times with Crenshaw, Mailbox Money, and Victory Lap. Victory Lap debuted and peaked at number four on the Billboard 200 that's his album uh, came out February 2018. That was like his big uh, debut album. Right. And Grammy nominated as well. But Cardi Grammy B got nominated. that Grammy instead. Uh, I'd say that Nipsey Hustle album deserves a lot more play than any shit Cardi B would be dropping. Exactly. And it feels like they've been messing with him since, you know, and, and the, he, he was doing stuff. He did it all independently. He owns all his music. You know, he, he has a distribution deal with Atlantic. And he runs everything through All Money In Records. 
Mm-hmm. And he he has a hundred percent of that. So there we go with that conversation again. Um, yeah, I'm definitely, sorry. <laughs> definitely paved the way for independent artists out of LA. Absolutely, right. Because so, it might be easier to be an independent artist if you're in a different market, but in LA, literally, is where all the record labels are. Right, right. You know, if you're in Kentucky or something and you're trying to make it, you probably got to go independent because no one's going to hear hear about you. But this dude's in L.A., in the thick of it, in the cut. He sees what's going on with these people. He understands how important it is to own your own and release your own shit. So, right. you know, he puts everything into play to to live what he's rapping about, which is making money, getting your money right, and being successful and helping people out and helping the community out you know that's the other part of it he he's reinvesting in the community buying black businesses uh you know buying the strip mall so that he could provide opportunities and jobs to other black people and black business owners as well it's just nuts man for real man and you hit it right on the head as far as for the independent labels and things like that he um one of the most interesting things that i have found out about nipsey or, you know, kind of saw about Nipsey is I remember, and I, I remember saying into myself, he was kind of crazy for doing it, but what he did was he released a mixtape uh, that it was either free for download or if you wanted the physical copy, it was $1,000. You had to pay $1,000 for the mixtape. And I thought he was crazy. I thought he was crazy. Um, and he ended up selling 100 copies at $1,000. So $100,000 is what he ended up coming down with. Hell yeah. Right out the gates, $100,000. And he kept that. And it was crazy because Spotify had just started revealing um, how much they pay uh, to artists, which at the time it was 0. 0.0007 cents of a dollar uh, per stream. And this is, I think, back in uh, 20, around 2010, I think they said is when this was somewhere around there, you know, around 2010. And it's crazy that he was able to make a hundred thousand dollars and he pocketed all of that money because he already paid for everything up front, the the mastering, everything like that, paid for the copies, made the copies. So he only made a hundred copies of it and sold all of them for a thousand dollars. Made a hundred thousand dollars. And that actually equals the same amount as it would to um, pay. uh, what did they say it it would equal about 14 million streams to get that same amount of money 14 million streams to get that same amount of money that he made by selling all of those albums 100 copies 100 copies at a thousand dollars that's wild man yeah while it was available for free but that's the way that's the way he was man and he paved the way for a lot of people and everyone in the music game completely uh respected this man and, um, you know, p- prayers and I, I hope his family can find some peace, man. For real. I really, ho- I really pray for, um, I, I really hope and, and pray that, uh, Lauren, I know she's going through it. Um, Lauren London, definitely keep your head up. I know it's rough. Uh, there ain't nothing that can change that. And, you know, in his, in his daughter and everything else, his kids, um, man, they got to grow up without a father, somebody who was really showing them how to, you know, do their thing. Um, and really showing blacks that you can make this money and it doesn't matter what your background is. doesn't matter where you came from. You're able to do it as long as you bet on yourself. Um, I mean, this guy came from the bottom, right? Like literally, yeah. You know, this guy made it himself and along the way he taught you how he did it and how you can apply that to your life to get out of your situation to, to better, not just yourself, but everyone around you. Right. Absolutely. And, uh, man, we lost, we lost, a, we lost a big one today, man. RIP Nipsey. I'm living good. Why you want to see me doing bad, niggas? Your bitch just left. Say it's the best night she done ever had, nigga. Hold, stop lying. Real bitches holler out. Yeah, yeah. Niggas, stop lying. Real niggas holler out. Yeah. Look, came back with some better bronze Bigger name, bigger chain, better bronze Look, as I operate the enterprise Real nigga, first meal, you re-energize yeah. Fake gone, real finnerized Niggas wouldn't believe all the bad bitches I done been inside Beating the odds ain't a bigger prize Kill me off before I live a lie I'm living good Why you wanna see me doing bad, nigga? 
Your bitch just left. Say it's the best night she done ever had, nigga. Oh, stop lying. Real bitches holler out. Nigga, stop lying. Real niggas holler out. Double up. Three or four times. I ain't telling no lies. I just run it up. Never let a hard time have a Double up. I ain't telling no lies, I just Yeah I ain't telling no lies, I just Five Four Three, two That's time I got To you That money My dreams Come true My life In diamonds Who knew Who knew Seven to a 14, 14 to a whole thing. Lord knows it's a cold game. Switched up on you hoes, man. Big body take both flames. Backseat blowing propane. All black fire gold chains. Young rich nigga bossed up on his own, man. My new shit sound like a soul train. Tookie Williams over coat train. Eric B by the rope chain. RC, we for show bang. Tiny Lokes and they go crazy. What you know about the dope gang? Was you born in the 80s? Did your mama smoke cocaine? Have you ever seen the whole thing? But you drove to the streets cause you grew up on show change Fucked up when the dope bash It remind me when these rappers dropped us and they close change At the park with the low fade I was standing in front of Knicks with my sack for the whole day Drive-bys, I was road rage We park and hop out, learn levels to this whole thing Old school play the OJs, tryna make a slow change Mama still slaving for a low wage Tryna double up Yeah, Three or four times, I ain't telling no lies I just run it up Never let a hard time have a was Double up I ain't telling no lies, I just yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't telling no lies, I just Five, four, three, two, that's time I got to you that money My dreams come true My life in diamonds Look, summertime in that colors All these young hoes is fucking All these young niggas is hustling Pull up thick to that function Pull out guns and start busting Cause niggas not with no fussing Roll up cushions, shoot hundreds And take no bitch like it's nothing We was living fast, we was rushing Niggas burnt and crashed on that dumb shit And it's fucking sad cause we was puppets Had to learn so fast to switch hustles And my back, that's 1200 And my fucking back is illustrious And I still kill one of you niggas Cause I'm not really for the fuck shit And we was raised around hustlers Rolex chains and case busting Super sports and box colors And pull off fast and burn rubber Pull out cash like it's nothing Cause all these young niggas is hustling All these young hoes is fucking Summertime in that colors Summertime in that colors Money, real money, real. Now she do. Uh, 
passing through stages and life through the ups and the downs like a saw just another test. Get by the bruise like a fucking breath. I got respect in a hundred sets. Too many chains need another chest. Glad no games if it wasn't chess. Come from that cloth that you couldn't stretch. Come from that circle you couldn't test. Heavily pressured and under stress, even though niggas ain't sure we was a mess. Honest attempt playing to the left. Judge a young nigga by that dress. Death is no washing, what they expect? Only thing we knew for sure is the bang is set. Fuck living basic, I'm taking risks. Fuck what they saying, I'm saying this. Don't waste your time, it don't make you rich, it don't mean nothing, so fuck them, let's make a grip. Double up, triple up, make assists. Wallin' so hard, you can play a bitch. Lead to the lake if they wanna fish. Make sure them niggas around you stick to the script. It should be written in stone. You should come visit my zone. Don't take my word, double check all of my flows. Ask them how hustle got on, but fuck what you heard. This for who walked down that road. Sold everything, but they sold. Straight off the curb. Real niggas rich as you nerds. Address to whom and make it sound. Don't do this for nothing. Nah. So hard until we fall. Won't take no loss. Won't take days off. We go so hard until we fall. A nigga used to dream my reality to dream now. Nigga used to dream my reality to dream now. I'm living out my dreams now. Living out my dreams now. now, now. Sitting in the trap like that, trying to turn a couple grams to a couple Grand. I grew up in the town, they don't make it out up If you black, you don't live to see a man You seen 21, you done won the lottery Talking friends, where the street stand Took a lot for me, I washed up from a robbery Now your name, 4657239B State property Damn, you had a dream, now you living out a nightmare You almost met a little nigga, you was right there Now you released it, it's in another light, yeah Yeah, and it's quite clear All you needed was a little bit of guidance In your household, it was just silence You was your own mother and your father How the hell you supposed to know what to do When nobody showed you the ropes All they showed you was pistols and dope Game flags in the land with no hope Wherever you fit a hat, me in a different hood Make it out and they still want you in the hood Your own homies don't want you living good Niggas for themselves get it understood It's just a playground full of moon swings Die for the color of your shoestrings Wish it had a different way to view things You either had a rap book or had a hoop dream From El Segundo to Slaughter Me and Nips from Young Bosses Never taking no losses Check the garments, nigga, life marvelous Won't take no loss Won't take days off We go so hard Until we fall Won't take no loss Won't take days off We go so hard Until we fall A nigga used to dream My reality to dream now Nigga used to dream My reality to dream now I'm living out my dreams now Living out my dreams
Put my right hand to God, shine on these bras, stay on my job, grind with my squad, hundred racks on my car, no license at all, no tent on that thing, nigga, cause that's how we ball, all these fuck niggas flawed, suckers and frauds, my circle so small, stick to my script and just ball, first I pick up my bitch, and we shut down the mall, had to pick up the tent, she tried to pay for it all, bring some gap with my plate, garlic noodles and steak, bouncing out the ballet, with all these tats on my face, people looking like, hey, black niggas stay in your place, but it's some shit they gon' think, and it's some shit they gon' say, got to a brick from my eight, see that music's my fate, switched it up from out my trunk, went to the top of my state, and I Versace my waist, like Tupac in his hay, Brian Williams how I built this all money estate, whoa. All right, man, we back again. This is going to be kind of a heavy episode because this, this, you know, the Nipsey thing kind of happened today. We actually plan on talking about this next topic that we're going to get into kind of plays into some of this, even with, with what yeah. we were talking about with Nipsey. Another rapper getting shot at, you Another know, getting executed, getting, getting executed. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's, 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 let's make sure that we say that very clearly. He was executed. Yes. So, uh, William or William McCoy, a.k.a. Willie Bo, 20-year-old Bay Area rapper, was passed out in a Taco Bell in Vallejo, California. And uh, the, the body cam footage got released. This was February 6th, I believe, uh, February 10th. February 10th, yeah. February 10th is when, the, when it happened. Okay, so he fell asleep in a Taco Bell. Um, yeah, in the drive-thru. In the drive-thru of the Taco Bell. Taco Bell guy calls the police. Police show up. They're claiming they see a gun uh, on his lap. You can't see any of that in the footage. You can't really see Willie's face or anything like that. You don't really see anything. It looks like the windows are tinted in his Mercedes Benz. And basically, once once he wakes up from probably the flashlights shining in his face for however long, uh, he, he kind of moves his hand and the cops just unload. Unloaded, man. It's like 24 shots. Yeah, twenty four is what connected. I think they said a total of twenty five shots were were okay. done out. But yeah, yeah, it says police hit Willie with an estimated twenty five shots, including his face, throat, chest, ear, and arms. Crazy man. So, so yeah, let's talk about this. Um, so first of all, again, um, black male um, rapper. But I mean, the biggest thing is obviously when you when you when you watch the footage or hear the footage. You hear the phone call to nine one one from the guy from Taco Bell, and he didn't seem alarmed at all. He just nah. said, "Hey, this guy is passed out. I just want to make sure he's cool. He's not responding. People are honking at him. They're going up to his window, and he's not responding." So that first off tells you, either you know, a he's he's not even coherent enough or whatever, or b he's literally passed out so so tough that he can't hear people knocking on his window. None of that. Um. So that that starts the the first part of it. Then the Vallejo police police get there, and they are literally and this is like a four minute video um, that's out there. Yeah. I encourage you to watch the Guardian one, and I don't usually like the Guardian at all for news, but at least the video wasn't chopped up because Fox News definitely chopped that shit up. Yeah. Um, so much one thing worse. I'll, one thing I'll say about the Guardian is. They are really good at reporting about uh, Americans being killed by police officers. They keep actual statistics nationwide on their site. So that's something yeah. that, that they definitely do focus reporting on. And right. Because there's no official database that links, you know, the total number of, of police shootings or officer involved shootings, things like that. But the guardian does a good job of that and kind of breaking down where they're all happening. And, um, but yeah, the guardian, just look up the guardian, Willie McCoy. That'll be the first thing that pops up there. You'll be able to see the police body cam video, um, from the shooting there. And I mean, they just unload at this guy and then they tell him to put his hands up. Right. 
after they've after 25 shots or however many shots were going through the windows and it wasn't just one officer this is like three or three i think it was a total of six officers were firing in the vehicle um so yeah and they, they kind of make no attempt of waking him up they kind of just have the guns pointed out and uh and flashlights pointed at him but they're not like you know, trying to open the door or anything like that. Right. I heard a couple of them say, hey, a few times. They look like they tapped on the window a few times with the butt of the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was unresponsive. Um, the crazy part was, again, and, and this is where we would hope that you, this is why you have to put the right people into the positions of where they need to be at, especially a position of authority, like a police officer, they need to do a better job of um, vetting these people. Cause anybody can go be a police officer pretty much. It doesn't matter who you are or anything like that. That's fine. If you have aspirations and goals, but there needs to be extensive trainings and things like that. Um, I digress at that point, but the man literally moved and reached across itched his shoulder yeah. So he itched his shoulder and they didn't do anything right, right away. Like he had moved and he scratched his soul, shoulder and kind of went back to going to sleep. Uh, the video at the guardian kind of cuts to another, like it looks like it, it was cut to uh, fast forward time or something like that um, to when he actually does finally wake up and he finally begins to uh, wake up from, from his slumber or whatever then they said he's up and literally just starts firing from that point on. Then that's where they just end up dumping on him. And it's just sickening. And according to even the reports that's there, they said that there wasn't, the gun wasn't loaded. The, the cop, the officer on the actual report um, recording and, and in the video actually says that there's no clip in the gun. So there is no clip in the gun. Uh, Fox, Fox tries to say that there was the clip in the gun, but literally in the actual video, and that's why you need to go look at the one that the guardian has versus the one on Fox news. Um, literally he states on there, there's no clip in the gun. And he said, if there's one in the chamber or if he wakes up, then you know what to do. That's what he told. That's exactly what the guy told him from the body Mm -hmm. cam. He told, he told his partner or whoever, if he moves, you know what to do. Yeah. So the crazy thing is these police officers have returned back to duty and one of the officers who fired at Willie had previously shot and killed an unarmed man and is the subject of an ongoing excessive force lawsuit. Yep. A second officer was previously sued in a police brutality case. Yep. So these motherfuckers are back at work, back ready to shoot the next motherfucker that passes out at Taco Bell. Right. Um, Willie's cousin said that Willie was like, he had performed at a show that night and was just tired. Like, yeah. And I can, I can imagine. And even if he wasn't, I mean, the worst thing that you're going to get from him is, is a DUI. Um, Maybe. I mean, I, I haven't seen anything that said that uh, there was alcohol or any drugs in his system. Right. Right. And let's, let's just, let's just guess that's at play. Right. Um, Even so we've seen on many cases where, and even on the video, he said, I'm going to snatch his ass out. Why didn't that happen? He said, I'm going to break the window. I'm going to snatch his ass out. Then why didn't we take those steps to do that? And instead of doing that, you, the car, the, the windows are still up. Mind you, I believe the car is still running. It was in drive. Yeah. You go and light him up. Just, just lit him up. And you're talking about the execution. Yeah, that's that's. It was like one of those, uh, you know, firing lines that you would see in in the movies and shit. Yeah. Well, and if you get a like that. if you get a death sentence by the firing squad, they they can only shoot twelve shots at you. These motherfuckers put twenty four in the willy. Yeah. See, and that's that's wild, man. They 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 had just ill intent. What I mean, what part of serve and protect? You know what I mean. Right. And there's six officers. So here's the thing about that too. Even if he was to wake up and you think he's going to do something to you for one, without having a clip in there, I mean, how he's only got one shot. He's got one shot. He's got one, one chance to really hit you, which there was not even one in the chamber they said. So, but at, at worst, worst case scenario, he has one shot 
and he's passed out. So he's not going to be quick to draw. Right. You know what I mean? His reaction time is going to be a little bit slow. Didn't even give him a chance to say. He's going to be waking up from a slumber, you know? Right. And didn't even give him a, didn't even give a chance to put your hands up, to put his hands up. Even when he, when he started moving to fully start waking up, that's exactly the moment that they fired. So how do you feel in that split of a second that your life was in danger? That six officers at that with the car door shut and the windows up, do you feel like you were at any point uh, unsafe? I don't understand that thought process there was no thought process behind it and it was just you went out there to kill a black man that night i mean he's not even being suspected of a crime he's passed out in the taco bell you know what i mean it's not like they pulled him over uh because he's being suspected of robbing somebody or right doing something and having a having a gun on your lap is not not necessarily illegal like if he he could legally own that weapon uh It's not concealed. It's not hidden. So what, what, even in that stance, is he doing wrong other than being black and having a gun? Um, that automatically makes you a criminal or that automatic, automatically makes you a threat uh, versus I see white men walking around with semi-automatic rifles strapped to their back and won't be shot at. Um, yeah. This is the type of bullshit that we're, 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 we are having enough. This is enough. Um, yeah, something definitely needs to change, right? Something needs to change in the way that these police officers are held accountable for firing their weapons at people. Absolutely. You know, if it ends up with somebody dead, it's, I think it should automatically just be a murder one charge and then let the courts, let the courts sort it out from there or whatever. I guess, you know, it's not, you know, you can, whatever, if it's going to be a manslaughter or whatever, but it should be immediately charges, you know? Right. And then you can go through the court system like anybody else would in that situation. And you are guilty until proven innocent. And nine times out of 10, these charges get off 9.5 times out of 10. These, these people get off on charges. We've seen one recently. They don't get, they don't get charged. Um, And then the guy in Chicago that um, is a Laquan McDonald. Yeah that killed Laquan McDonald in Chicago. The cop got charged. He did, he did what he was found guilty of manslaughter. Right. And they didn't sentence him to shit. Like he got like a two year sentence or something like that. Exactly. Which is surprising that he was even charged. Even more surprising that he was convicted. Like, right. You know, and, and this has been going back this has been in the news reports of shit like this all the way back, you know, to the nineties. We're talking about, you know, 30 years ago, same shit was going on. Right. And nothing has changed through several presidencies and everything else. Nothing has changed. There's no reform at, at all. And the most of the guys who become cops are, are dickheads who, you know, had a, a rough upbringing and people may have picked on them or something like that. And that's what it seems like because, who uses that? Who who goes out to just think like, oh, I'm going to shoot this guy? And it really does paint a bad picture for all the police officers when we do know, of course, that there are good police officers yes. out there. We do know it. We understand that. But yeah. and it's a, they're and only as good as what's, what's being put out there, pretty much. Yeah. And literally the negative connotation of everything, of people being killed at massive numbers. We're the only country that has this problem. There is no other country in the fucking world who has anything even close to how many people die by an officer involved shooting in the world. Like a lot of countries, cops don't even have guns like Canada or uh, United Kingdom. Cops don't carry guns in those countries. Yeah. And, and you see by just, just watching that, I mean, we're already in the several uh, hundreds or last year, I believe we were just about pretty close to a thousand officer involved shootings. Uh, Deaths were sitting somewhere around um, 200 or so, um, at least from the number that I seen. Um, And that could be, could have been updated by now. Uh, And I at least appreciate the guardian for keeping accurate because the FBI, FBI FBI.gov does have 
does have the actual statistics, but they're not updated annually. It's like every four years or something like that. So the last real numbers they have, I think, is from 2015, 2016. Um, that's the last numbers that they have. They don't have anything for, for, for the last couple of years. So um, you don't know what the actual number is in, unless it's being counted for and you're, you're seeing it on TV. But that's what we're seeing. We're seeing these are executions, ladies and gentlemen. These are people, human beings. doesn't matter your skin color. It shouldn't, but it does. And at this point, we keep going through this. We need a revolution in, in that sense. Um, this, this force that we're seeing out there nowadays, is, it's just too much. And by any means, uh, Polly and I, we don't dislike cops because they're people as well. Um, yeah, and there's plenty of cops out there that are there to serve the community and, right. and do the right thing and you know work to get crime off the streets and, and solve crimes. And I understand it's one of the most difficult jobs, um, but nine times out of ten, when they're in a life or death situation, it's because of their own doing. Right. And, and nine or ten out of times when it's coming to an office, uh, you know, a gun being drawn, I would say almost damn near ten out of ten times, it's a black person that's getting killed, man. We know that there is, you know, um, you know, officers that kill a white guy for trying to shoot at them and things like that. But I've seen several footages of, of situations that are the exact same, but one's a white male and one's a black male and who's alive. And it's always the white male. I don't care. The, the numbers are astronomical. I have, I have a likelihood of 12 times more to be killed by a police officer than the, than the white person, than you, Polly. Let's yeah. just put it like that. Than you, right. I have 12 times the risk of being killed by an officer than you do. And that's the same for every black person or a person of color, most specifically black people. Um, Cause Hispanic is like maybe two or three times you know, the likelihood of a white person. Ours is 12 times. That's, that's astronomical figures because that we are already a very small population within the United States. We're talking 13%. African-Americans only make up 13% of the actual population in America. So you're talking about a very small number that's now, you're, you're magnifying that because we're already a small number and then you magnify that and you put 12% on top of that. Or, or 12 times on top of that. It, and, and it's crazy. I mean, yeah. it, this is just, when have we had enough of America? When, when have we had a, a enough of this, this bullshit that's happening? Um, and it's not, we don't want it just to end just for black people. We want it to end for everybody. I don't care about, you know, race in that sense, but when it comes to the amount of people dying and who it is, it's always the black person who's being killed you know, Dylan Roof still is alive. I don't give a fuck if he's supposed to be execute, executed or not. I don't give a fuck. If that was a black man to do that, the last black man to kind of do some shit like that that didn't die right away was the DC sniper. And I'm surprised they didn't light his ass up right at that moment. Um, but they sure as hell will do it at any given moment for the dumbest shit, for sitting in a Taco Bell drive through to playing with a toy gun or walking to the store and you might look suspicious. Um, these kinds of things are, are just the narrative that is going on in everyday life that people don't know about unless it happens to you. And from somebody who's been racially profiled several times in his life, I definitely know um, it's an uneasy feeling to be pulled over by an officer. It is an uneasy feeling to be in a situation where those red and blue lights are on top of you because um, you don't know if you can walk away from that, from that point in time. Um, that's why I now record every time I get pulled over. I don't care because I'm, you just don't know. You just don't know what the person's motive is and you don't know what's going to happen based on the fact of I can just get pulled over for a speeding ticket, but they can lie and say, I have something on me or I have drugs on me. So then, you know, he decided to make a run for it. So I shot him. That could easily be the narrative of the story, um, at any given point. And that's the kind of the same thing that we're seeing here, even with this specific situation with Willie McCoy. Um, it's just sickening. It's just sickening. And I hope all those motherfuckers get the chair, um, but they're not. Um, no, they're not I don't think charges are going to be filed on these guys. It just doesn't matter. Uh, like I said, they're back on the job. Maybe if the heat gets too big over this, 
then they might get fired. But I don't even see that happening. Right. You know, because even them getting fired doesn't mean shit because then that just means they're going to be a, a even more scorned citizen who can go out there and be a fucking mass murderer. Yeah. Well, I mean, these guys are not held accountable, so they're not going to stop doing this shit. And on the other side of that, since they're never held accountable, we kind of become numb to these stories until we see the Guardian release the video or who, you know, wh- whoever fought to get this video released. Right. And that's why at least, you know, there's steps in the right direction that these guys are at least wearing body cams now. Right. We didn't have that five, six years ago. Right. So that was a step in the right direction. But the next step has got to be holding these people accountable. If you murder someone, you should be charged with murder. I don't give a fuck if you're a cop or not. Right. And then you go through the same process of innocent until proven guilty. Right. If I, if, I, if I think I'm in danger and I defend myself and I unload 24 rounds into somebody, I'm probably going to be arrested first. And then the court will sort out whether or not I was defending myself properly. Right. Why can these why why can these officers get away with it and then still be allowed to go back to work? Some of them are not always put on administrative leave, which is bullshit as well, because then they're still getting paid by my tax dollars to sit their ass at home, and do nothing while they killed somebody. So that's some bullshit, first and foremost, as well. And um, and some of them just go back to work like nothing happened. Like these back dudes. At work, like nothing happened. They might be sitting at a desk for like a week or two. Sometimes they just take right. you off the streets for a couple of weeks and then you just sit at your desk all pissed off and going to take it out on the next, next dude that's sleeping in his car. Right. Or, or whatever reason, um, just pulling over somebody, any of those reasons, they're going to take it out on that next, that next person that they arrest. Um, and more, more often than so, especially a person of color, um, Definitely, they're they're gonna say, well, this person might have did something, and uh, we're just gonna get to the bottom of it. And you could just be profiled just for what you look like for something that they heard about could possibly happen. Um, yeah, a lot of these people are unarmed. Like, so yeah, w- you know, Willie McCoy had a gun on his lap, but he wasn't pointing it at anybody. Right. I mean, he, you d- know. D- dude was asleep. He's like, he's not even moving. He's a twenty-year-old in. Uh, in a Mercedes Benz, like, you know, right. In, in the Bay area, in the Bay area, someone might be trying to jack him. So he has every right to, to defend himself. Right. That's what he chooses to. He wasn't committing a crime. He was trying to get some tacos. Right. He was trying to and, get some food in his stomach. And he, next thing you know, he wakes up, he barely wakes up. I don't even think, and that's the bullshit of it. It's like, he, he, he didn't even know what was going on. And I so the, he, the coroner said he never woke up. Yeah. Okay. The coroner said, yeah, that he wasn't away. He was shot while he was uh, sleeping. See, and that's even worse, man. So even the, the fact that he didn't even get to wake up, like he didn't get to wake up at all, um, even shows you even more of how th- this is just, just some bullshit uh, of, again, the, the same narrative that we've been talking about over and over and over and over again, and, and nothing seems to change. When is this ever going to change? And I don't know I, that I know you or I aren't going to have the answer to that, but something needs to change as far as these motherfuckers need to be held accountable. Yeah. That's what we're all looking for is accountability here. Uh, being held accountable for murdering somebody um, just like any other blue blood or red blooded American in, in America would be charged right away. Doesn't matter what you're, who you are, where you are, whatever. They're the only ones who don't get that. We, we as citizens, everybody else, you know, we're immediately charged. We're going to be booked, detained, and and held for questioning, whatever, uh, until they can kind of find anything. An, an officer goes back and goes goes on about their day. They write their report of why they discharged their 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 uh, firearm, and then they're back they're back at it. And that's bullshit. It's it's damn bullshit, and yeah. we're just, we're just tired of it, man. We're we're tired of it, and people, other people need to be tired of it. Um, we we have to start standing up and 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 having a voice in this shit because it's it's just getting out of control, man. Um, pretty soon, you're gonna have a fear of just driving in general, just to go places. Um, you're you're scared to even just go to work because you could get pulled over and die on your way to work. I mean, it's literally that bad. Um, that's how people are feeling. Yeah, it's absolutely terrible. And 
something something has to happen. I don't, you know, I can't change it myself, but all, together we, we just got to keep kind of screaming louder and louder and louder until something happens. So I don't know, maybe we just need to take guns off the cops. Yeah, something, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that wouldn't go over well. Trust me, boy. Um, <laughs> the Republicans would have a fit with that one for sure. But how can a cop kill, like, kill somebody and ever be allowed back on the streets? Right. Ever. Right. It baffles me. I don't know, man. Um, but we, we definitely have to get to a point where we're just fed up with this shit and we need to call it out. And there needs to be more than just protests. There needs to be civil lawsuits going in and there needs to be a lot more people getting behind this. Um, you know, so we need, we need that, that voice to be heard for people to really start getting into this. Um, because, like I said, I, I know for me, uh, definitely it's a, it, it is a race thing because I am a black man. So for me, that's one. That's one layer of it. But we're also humans. And so that's just like if, if that were to happen to Polly, I'm going to fight for the same the same, you know, same amount as I would for that that black brother, Willie. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no difference when it comes to that. Um, cause this is just overall police brutality, but I know definitely it is racial for sure. Just by the numbers of unarmed people of color we're seeing being murdered. I but mean, there are stories out there of, of, of course, white Americans also who are being murdered. I've seen a few videos of, of, of some white Americans as well being murdered in the same fashion, just not to this extent of what we saw with Willie McCoy. Yeah. Let's be real. If Willie McCoy was uh, a white male in that Mercedes Benz that was like 40 years old, passed out, they would probably wouldn't even have the guns drawn. No, not at all. They would have <laughs> just threw, they would just would have been like, Hey, Hey, sir, are you okay? Sir? The, yeah. You okay, sir. Break out the window. Be like, or, or even, even break out the window and just say, Hey, are, are you good? You know, things like that, that all of that would have happened. I, that's what I would expect to see from an officer first. I can understand if, if, if the dude was reaching for his gun as you break his car window um, and things like that, but none of that happened. And no, then, we're not worried about his safety. Like, no, not one. Like, what if he, what if he had a seizure in his car and like died or some shit? Right. Or ha- what if he had an aneurysm and that's why he was passed out and he needed critical help? They were not worried about his well-being at any point. Nope. So what whatever happened to the civil servitude of 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 the citizens? Um, it, it's more of again. I feel like some of these guys were some you know bullied when they were younger, and now they got a gun and a badge, and they're like, "Oh, this is this is great. I can do what I want," and that's kind of what I get from some of these because this 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 is just mind blowing. And if nothing happens with this one for real, we there's got to be we've got to get like some people on it. Like we need to get the top lawyers out there. Fuck the U.S. attorneys because we know that they're shitty and they're not going to do anything about it. We need to get some other attorneys and things like that, the bigger ones who are actually out there for doing good and try to and, and really take this up to the top, top, top level um, because this is this is just crazy. And we know Donald Trump isn't going to say shit about it um, and he's not going to care. So fuck him, too. We're going to go around him. We just need to take it to the top of the top, the highest level that we can to get that type of stuff overseen and make sure that the, that it's clean. Because, um, yeah, there, all the video evidence is there. I mean, literally, there is no way for you to stick up for that officer at all, period. Yeah, you know, we need some kind of justice. Right. Because Willie Bo didn't get any justice. And so someone needs to be held accountable for his, his execution. Right. And as, as many as, you know, and there's, there's more down the line, of course, um, to the Philando Castiles and there'll everybody next like, week. Yeah. There'll be, there'll, there'll be more um, for sure. So all those names, the Trayvons and all of the names, um, Eric Brown's and everything like that. Um, or excuse me, Mike Brown, all of those, all of those people who still have not gotten justice for their, for their murders. Um, we at least got to start getting some wins in here somewhere because that right there was uncalled for. Um, and the media is going to do a good job of trying to sweep it under the rug as we've seen from Fox, you know, yeah. try to get their little, little pieced up clips of 30 seconds that they took from a four minute video and try to piece it up. Um, good fucking job. 
you bunch of fucking losers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that shit on Fox? Uh, they had today that said, like that little thing on their screen that said that Trump uh, applied sanctions to three Mexican countries. Yeah. I did <laughs> that Fox, a bunch of idiots on there. Um, yeah. Calling th- three Mexican countries. Like when did El Salvador, um, <laughs> Honduras, and I think it was Guatemala or maybe one of those, when did they ever become a Mexican country? That is hilarious. That's like racist, bro. Yeah, for real. That you know, that's like that's how they. That's how you can tell they don't give two fucks about. No, that's like I mean, that's really racist. If if I said they're all Mexicans to me, that's racist, right? Like, for real. <laughs> that's like calling a Mexican person uh, or a Puerto Rican person a Mexican or a Spanish person a Mexican. They'll fucking kill you for that shit. Like, don't do that. Um, there, there is different nationalities there and you completely and then of course they try to apologize for it but it's like how did that even get through in the in in, in the first place um everybody knows <laughs> that that's not a country that those aren't countries of mexico like at least educated people who've made it through high school um i don't know who wrote that shit but that person needs to be fired and should be fired but they're not gonna think, fire that person. i don't think anyone on fox news is educated no <laughs> <sighs> That's why they have Stacy Dash on there. God. <laughs> All right. um, rest in peace, Willie McCoy. Much love and yeah. prayers to your family. Hopefully, uh, you guys can find some justice for this brutal slaying. It's absolutely terrible. Um, but we got to do something. At least uh, we'll stick up for you and say something on our behalf because shit's got to change. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's really, really heavy. Um, it's bullshit, but this is what this is every day in America. So, um, yeah, we just need y'all to again just read between the lines, see what's out there, um, and man, make your own decisions based on what you see. Take that red or blue pill, and you know, move move left or right, whichever way, you know, or forward, whichever. Um, but this is this is something that we want to definitely call out. We appreciate y'all listening again to the to the podcast. Like, subscribe share um let everybody know that this is a dope podcast because we know we're the shit um we just need the rest of the world to catch on to that too (laughs) Uh, leave us five star reviews on itunes doing all that really supports us uh find our facebook page the antidote ig at take the antidote uh share spread the word let them know yeah, man. Let everybody know about it. Uh, take the antidote.com. Please subscribe. Please leave us a five star review. Take the antidote.com.